Hello and welcome to The Stream, a podcast where we talk about movies. My name is Giancarlo Altuve. And joining me as always, Nutter Zamara. What's that then, Johnny Boy? How much, daughter? How you doing, man? I, I think you just said daughter. I think you didn't say what's up. I think you said daughter. Not much daughter. The you tape? got a kid? Let's find out. Am I your daughter? Well, I don't want to be your daughter anymore. Well, you're doing a bad job. Buy me makeup. <laughs> you got to step your game up and they're going to promote you from daughter to... Husband? <laughs> what's next for me, John? I don't know. Where's this career taking me? Well, this is a podcast about movies <laughs> and relationships. Uh, we're going to go over a couple of different things today. We're going to be talking about the movie, The Wood, the coming of age film from 1999. And then we're going to be heading into the much heralded year of 1999 as Man. we do the winter yes. of that year. Oh, yeah. You excited, Nodder? No, it blows. <laughs> This is not the best movie year. Why are people so hype over 1999? It's not that good. If, what do you think, in your opinion, is the best movie year? Mmm. I don't know, but it's in the last, like, 12 years. Oh, you think it's so? Not that, it's, it's in recent. Not 12 years. That's a big That's a big gap. Yeah. I, feel, I want to leave room for 2007, because that's when everyone says the next best movie year is. But 2007? What, give me what's uh, 2007. There, there will be blood. and um, Oh, and um, No Country? Yeah. Yeah, that, are, I think that's more a great top Oscar heavy. year. That's top like, yeah, heavy. exactly. Yeah, I don't know what the. Well, I mean, do you have an answer off the top of your head? I think '94 is a really good year. Uh, I like a lot of movies from that, but it also. You should told be, me before we started this podcast at '97, bro. Well, it's also because if we had to do '95 and '96, it would have been a little like, oh, we don't know a lot of these movies. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so. Uh, I'm excited, though. I mean, 99 maybe starts off a little slow, but I mean, to be fair, 97, 98 started off slow, especially 98, which ended up oh, being a sure. great year. For sure. For so sure. I think there's going to be some good stuff in it. I agree. Before we get into that, yeah. we're going to talk about a movie from the year 1999, but not the month that we're going to be, not the season we're talking about. Okay. Nodder. Yeah. Put your money where your dick is. It's the wood. <laughs> oh, By the way, my name is Mike. Big Mike in the wood. Oh, what's the wood? It's not what you think it is. Nah, it's Englewood, California. It's where I grew up. Me and my boys. Heartwarming love. Baby love. Butt love. Touching love. Punch love. Blood love. Crip love. Gang love. Richard T. Jones love. Lisa Ray love. Tay Diggs is the best drunk performer I've ever seen love. Sean, Lil, or no, Lil Mike looked like uh, Morris Chestnut if he was a baby. So many can play that game. Hella dances. Black cops for some reason. Ending, wedding. Sinai Latham does not speak in this movie. The wood. Nailed it. Crushed it. Got him one. Yeah. Oh no, she does talk. One line. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well... Close enough. I take it. I take it all back. <laughs> Everything you said is invalid. The Wood. Now this uh, is a movie that's I've seen way too many times. I love this movie. I wanted to do this really badly. You were kind of like, okay, whatever. And now that you've seen it, blown away. Right, John. I am ridiculously tired right now, but I am awake for the Wood. I'm, <laughs> I have morning wood. Okay, if I'm being perfectly honest. This is well. We're recording of, at night, so that's concerning. This is this is one of the well. No, it's a boner joke because there's so many boners. In this I think movie. they say after four hours, you're supposed to see a doctor. Well, I wish the wood was four hours because I could watch four hours of that young man's erection. First of all, I just want to get one thing oh, out of the sentence. way. Yeah, well, go ahead. Right away. All right. Alicia is the best woman 
ever. Young right. Aisha or Alicia is Alicia. the best like version of like a high school girl sure. I've ever seen in a goddamn movie before. Yeah, she's great. And the whole time I was thinking like, oh man, this is dope. But like, I also think that I'm allowed to be attracted to her. Why is that? It's because she's totally of age and actually much older. Than I was gonna middle say, she, school she, in she, this she, movie. <laughs> well, all of them when they when they. I forgot that it starts in middle school and then goes to high school because in the beginning when they first go and when they're in middle school, I just assume they're in high school because it seems like they're they're all high schoolers at the time. Melinda Williams played the younger Alicia and Sanai Latham played Alicia as an adult. Yes. Melinda is one year older than Sanai Latham. Yeah. So yeah. Really? She, that, yeah. The whole time That's I was hilarious. like, this is, it's acceptable to be attracted to this girl, right? Yes, it is. Okay. She grown. Um, one thing that... All right. So the movie starts where it's current day and then it's a series of flashbacks that... Um, because, so there's uh, the main crew, Mike Epps' character is trying to find, uh, I said Mike Epps, Omar Epps and... John asked me if Mike Epps were I just wanted to confirm. <laughs> the Epps is not a common last name. <laughs> is it a common last name? How many Epps do you know I besides the two famous ones? I just like the notion of you seeing their two faces and being like, you know what? No, I didn't think that. I wanted to make sure they weren't because we did a Mike Epps movie last week and I thought uh, last episode. Tell me about Mike Epps in the wood. Continue. All right. So you got Omar Epps, Richard T. Nelson's characters uh, are like Richard T. Nelson? Richard T. What's his name? I thought it was Johnson. You could Uh, be right. I could be wrong. No, no, no. I'll give you a chance. Let's get confirmation. Jones. Richard T. Jones. Oh, we were both wrong. wrong. (laughs) All right. So Richard T. Jones. Who, by the way, was like a sexy man. He's great. Well, no, I mean, like, I Why remember. I remember when this movie came out, like, like, like people my mom's age, black women my mom's age, were like, mm-hmm. ooh, he's so fine, and, and I only knew him as like what he looks like now. Not that he's like another dude. I was like, I never really saw it, but and I still kind of don't see it in this movie. Is he crazy handsome? Am I missing something about Richard T. Jones? I mean, he's a good looking guy. Nothing, nothing crazy to me, but you know, he he had his. He's own. not as good looking as Omar Epps or Spike Lee, and do the right thing. <laughs> But uh, so uh, they're trying to get their friend, who's Tay Diggs, who's about to get married, who's having cold feet. Uh, and on the journey of them going to get Tay Diggs, they have little things that trigger flashbacks. And the flashbacks are the whole movie, which is which great is, because it's better than, the, it's, than them it's as about, adults. It's probably about like 70% of the movie is the flashbacks. I would I say would that's think. a perfect number. I think you nailed it, yeah. Uh, so exactly. I thought it was weird, though. In the very beginning, uh, we let, oh, sorry, Omar Epps starts yeah. breaking the fourth wall to talk to... And it never comes back. Right. It's so a, weird. It's so it's weird. A, I'm not mad at it, but... It, but uh, it was a weird choice. So, so, so there's a thing about the ending of this movie, which I, uh, I, I really expected that to come back at the end. The ending of this movie was supposed to be Omar Epps fucking grabbing Sanaa Latham's ass, and the studio like really wanted that to happen as like a, a callback, and the director was like, "Fuck no, no, Epps, Epps, that'd be what, terrible." What kind of message would that be sending to all parties involved? That's like the opposite of what this movie. Yeah, would so be. that that's what we were. That's what was going to happen at the end of this goddamn Jeez, thing. I'm glad that he uh, won that battle. Um, we should talk about this movie in order. I like that you started off like this because um, this. So I have seen this movie, but it was when mm-hmm. it first came out. So I was eight years old. I really didn't get it. And then after that, I only took it at face value in the sense that I saw the movie poster and was like, "This looks like male sex in the city. This looks trash." It's a terrible fuck. poster. Yeah, it looks like it looks like like a weak ass dramedy. Um, but it's it's the best and has all the personality in the world. I honestly don't think there's a bad scene or a scene I don't like in this entire movie. There's not a character I don't like in this movie. There's not a performance. Yep. There's there's no part of this movie that I do not like. At it, all, it's fun. <laughs> it's up. fun. It's fun from start to finish for the most part, and it's heartfelt from start to finish. It it's so it, it's you know I think a lot. I think we bail a lot of movies out now with this whole like software like movie podcast culture we have. Mm-hmm. Where we're like oh like they did this knowingly or self awareness. This is a movie that actually had its cheesiness 
they're directed into it. Everything that happened that was cheesy was on purpose and yes. not like a, an accident or whatever. It was. It's very. It's 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 a it's a well calculated like cast of characters that everyone everyone feels so lived in. Yeah. Every one of those characters oh, feels real as shit. Well, that's that, and it's just good. And um, I cried just seeing Omar Epps's mom, and she's in the movie for like three scenes. Well, she, I mean, yeah, that performance in, is great. No, she's in two scenes. She's in nothing. Oh no, yet. she's in three. You're right. Yeah, yeah, she's in she's in a couple. Yeah, exactly. Two wedding ones and then one flashback. Yes. Um, and just her looking at her son dancing was like, this is great. This is great. You're right, right, right. Um, I love also like they have they get paged. They have beepers. They get a page in '99. That's that's like the end of of beeper era too, no less. It's uh, it's right there. It's maybe it might be no actually beepers were beepers were big in '99. Okay, they were. No, so, no, it says beeper King Carlo. I had a beeper. King Carlo. I had one. How old were you with a beeper? That doesn't make sense. I was in high school. My mom got it for me because I would be staying out too late and she wanted me to have a beeper. But like a freshman in high school, you couldn't have been that old. 99? No, 99 I would have been. I would have, I had it at probably like like 2002, 13. 2003. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah, in high school. I would go out with my friends. We would go out skateboarding or doing whatever. And then um, I would Omar always... Epps would hit you up and be like, yo, guess who my brother is? That's right. <laughs> Turns out, not Mike. Nope. He's from Brooklyn. I know that. I like Omar Epps. I think that Omar Epps should be starring in more major movies. He should have a career like Jamie Foxx. Like, in terms of, like, the roles he gets, he's great. like to say that, but I don't think that's actually true. I, I, I think he should be in more movies, but I don't know that his talent is something extraordinary. It bothers me that he's going to be most known by most people for House. Mm, I guess you're right. House yeah. is by far the most generally popular thing that he did. I mean, but he's, I mean, he has, like, ten cult movies right. under his belt like he has a bunch True. of bona fide cult classics um some other notes i've wrote down so when um and so he touches alicia's ass yeah let's talk i was gonna say let's talk gets, the movie. You know, until the beginning of the movie he oh, yeah, omar epps's younger character moves to uh englewood from and, North he, Carolina. and gets and gets his best friends right away on the first day he also and has like a heavy him. accent in the first scene and that slowly sucks. goes away the kid is dog shit. that's why i, I think he's, he's the worst part of the movie yeah he, but, but again but, it but he's bad he's like he's like Wahlberg and boogie nights bad it, it really does not affect the, the, the movie one way or the other it's it actually perfectly fine um and i like that he gets with alicia in the sense that like her her performance is so good that I feel mm. like it makes sense that she would like shepherd this kind of like nerdy. Oh kid. yeah, sure. There's 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 something that actually does make sense that unlike any other uh, movie or TV show where it's just some random ugly kid getting a hot girl. Alicia's the best. I'm sorry, I cannot. Oh, she's, she's great. The best. So um so he grabs her ass and like one of the, they they dare him. They they bet they, him, they bet him. They so bet him. so Tay Di- young Tay Diggs Rollins is the name of the character bets him. Young Slim's reaction to him giving up a dollar is as if he was offering him one thousand dollars. Oh yeah, he jumps. He literally jumps up and down in a circle. Yeah, flying out of. Oh dude, that was so funny to me. So he grabs ass and then she's like, "Oh, my brother's a crip is gonna beat you up." Also, and that happens. They first meet this kid from Carolina. I'm sorry, blood. They first meet this kid from Carolina. The first thing they ask him is, "So what set are you?" <laughs> like he's he knows anything about it. That's that's true. That that is pretty weird. They make some weird assumptions. They're also so nice. They're the they are, nicest, they are the nicest kids. young kids from Inglewood I've ever seen committed to film. Well, one thing I liked about this movie. So we had a conversation um, off pod about how uh, there's not a lot of black coming of age films. Mm-mm. There are there are a good amount, but a lot of them. And I was thinking about this. Either have to do with drugs or gangs or oh, yeah, some, some kind of. of course, yeah. But this is like really wholesome, and it takes place in Englewood, which is yeah, always it up has, to it has the it has the right um it has the appropriate amount of like crime elements to not make it a movie about crime or whatever. 
first of all, the robbery is hysterical. The robbery is the robbery is really funny. It starts out so serious, and I was like, "Oh my god, oh my god, what's gonna happen?" And then all of a sudden, he's like, "No, wait, come on, man, what y'all, what y'all wasting time for? Get in the core." I was like, oh, "This is the best." So, the, the guy who plays Stacy, some he looks so familiar to me. I, I, I love that you said that because I was thinking that what was freaking me out was, I was, I was worried he was gonna die because he dies in Imperial Dreams. The uh, I don't know if I've seen that. You sure? I don't know. Oh, it's a movie where he basically plays the same character in it's a John Boyega coming of age story. John Boyega. Um, and uh, oh yes, okay. Yeah, and, I know he, and he plays the same character, and, and he dies, and, and that's why I was so I was scared for him the whole movie. So when, but Stacy, so um, Aisha gets Stacy, Alicia gets uh-huh. Stacy to beat his ass in the beginning of the movie. Yes, he's in Dope too, by the way. Yeah, it's the same. I know it's just, and he's playing Stacy. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, true story. What? Yeah. I love. Because it's the same director as Dope. I'm looking at an IMDb and the, and Dope and Stacy, they're right next to each other and it says Stacy. That's great. Yep. He oh. plays the same character. Oh, as well. love that. Um, well, it's, what's, what's the director's name? Can you say Because I'll, I'll never pronounce oh, yeah. that now last you, name. You're right. getting in my head about saying it. I still don't I just, think it's well, that complicated. It's not. Rick Famuyua. 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 F A M U Y I W A. Famuyua, yeah. So the director, he also directed Dope. He hasn't done a lot of movies, but uh, obviously he's bread and butter, I think, because this and Dope are his two biggest hits. For sure. Um, um, but, he, he produces The Shy. But one of the... Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. One of the things in the... Oh, brown, no, dude, Brown Sugar. He made the sequel to this and oh, okay. <laughs> this the same universe. So the point is, um, when Stacy's beating him up, he's down on the ground and there's, uh, you know, a dial, uh, inner uh, narration going where... Mike's, uh, which is uh, this is confusing too because his name is Mike in the movie and it's Omar Epps and there's a Mike Epps, so I'm gonna mess this up at least twice. <laughs> so Omar Epps is young Omar Epps, he's getting beat up and he, yeah. he looks up, he's like, I could see the light, and then he goes, It was just actually Stacy beating me. And I laughed so hard at that, it's a great joke. I think this is my favorite Tate Diggs performance. There is a whole 10 minute stretch at the end of this movie where the dad is just holding Tate Diggs' neck to a door and it's just so funny all he's doing is holding yeah. his neck over if the Try door again. moves he moves and vice versa it's so funny and Tate's expression um in that scene and then also when he's about to throw up and when he throws up, it's a really funny throw up scene usually i don't think puke scenes are funny him throwing up is very very funny in this okay. movie so richard t johnson right jones jones <sighs> i haven't seen john i yes. want to get you said johnson before uh richard t jones uh, there's two things about his character that made me laugh. So, um, they're kind of bragging about like, so he's like, he gets annoyed at first that he doesn't want to go through the wedding because he's like, this tux cost me a hundred bucks. Then he's like, these are Aragamas, they're three hundred dollars. He goes, how much? The Tate's reaction is amazing. This is what they're worth. He immediately, counts, yeah. immediately goes, how much did you pay for them? It doesn't matter what I pay for them. They're worth three hundred. <laughs> so funny. Um, that was great. And then also like he, he made a video about his car. It just looked like a Ford Explorer. It didn't look like it anything special. It was like, it was like a teal truck, yeah. yeah. Also to your thing about how he was freaking out about money as a kid. There's a when they when they make the bet about who's going to lose the opportunity first. The idea of of a $5 interest yes. makes uh young Omar Epps <laughs> think for like 20 straight minutes. <laughs> He's like annually $5. I don't know, man. No, it's mo- it was monthly. I know, but he's like, "Oh, uh, yeah, it's funny." Um so I thought that this movie was gonna be more problematic than it than it ended up being. Uh, no one makes any. And it's all like realistic, like young boy stuff. Yeah, it's not. Uh, oh, but, the butt. First of all, the butt touching thing is like I think would play perfectly well today. I think that actually. Well, the way they handled it. Yeah, it's it's great. The, yeah, down to like the the the, the blood brother being like whoop his ass, but like still that, being reasonable. <laughs> he's rubbing his hands, and then Western music started oh, playing. When, Fantastic. When he kicks out the dude for crying. During the arrest, I was laughing. Oh, and then yeah. when the dude tries to get back in, like, such a crying <laughs> ass back down, I lost it. 
Yeah, Stacy's character. Like, you remembered that. Stacy's character is funny. Also, so the big scene where um, Big Mike is finally going to have sex. Uh, and he's, he's got Alicia. He has a condom, doesn't know what to do with it, and apparently it breaks. Wait, no, so, no, no, no. He doesn't know. He, no, he puts it on, turns around, and he's like, we're ready to go. And she was like, that's is that what it's look? supposed to look at? And he was like, I, I have no point of reference. I don't know what you're talking about. He what, goes, what, what, yeah, what? <laughs> I think so. He also is very noncommittal on most things he says. The worst. Oh, my. That kid is so... He, he, it feels like he put all of his energy into an action that also doesn't work, too. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. Buddy. But, no, so they... <laughs> So the there's an issue with the condom when they first try to have sex. It doesn't mm. work out. She's like, just go to my brother's room, get a condom from there. So he goes into the brother's room, uh, and he finally finds the condoms. And as he finds the condoms, uh, his the brother and his girlfriend come in. They go up to the upstairs room. So he's hiding. And then <laughs> the girlfriend apparently counted his condoms to make sure he wasn't cheating. And she's like, where, where are the condoms? She Where's that four. fourth one? <laughs> and uh, his, his response was, I'm just playing. Which I thought was weird. No, 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 no. She she says, what other hoes you had up in here? He goes, you're and the he, only hoe. Yeah, exactly. And he replies with, you're oh, the only hoe. And then she, and he was like, I was just I was just playing baby. Yeah. That, that's what that's about, John. Oh, yeah, so there's, call, a, call. there's a bunch of really fun trivia um, about this movie. Fun. It's a fun movie. Um, really fun movie. So obviously, Omar, a lot of us know, uh, Omar Epson and Lionel Latham uh, went to a star in Love and Basketball together. Yeah. Um, Which is, what year? 2000? Uh, I will tell you. It is right. I think it's two thousand. It is two thousand. It is. It's the next movie, I guess, that he makes. Um, thanks for making me leave the uh, trivia page. John. Hey, you're welcome. Now we gotta wait one more second. All right. Oh, and and uh, so when he was writing the screenplay, the director, uh, yeah. he worked full time at the Beverly Hills Nike Town. So he was like not oh. in Hollywood when he made this movie. Um, Good for him. Which I love. Yeah, I can't. The Stacy thing is is my favorite. That's a great character. Stacy's the best. I, I, it's him and Lakeith Stanford. I'm remembering now and dope. Um, yes. Those are the bloods. So, oh, uh, do you have a uh, a favorite scene in this movie? But I I think they're just all good. There's no there's no I, like high or low points. It's all high. It's I all really great. enjoyed uh, the scene where they first go to the dance and he oh, breaks. Oh, the dance out. scene's great. The the, the narration the as the narration says specifically that it was like the 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 best party ever in the world. The camera is stuck on a frame of like two three people max. It is the emptiest middle yeah. school party you've ever seen in your life. But I mean, oh. No, I was gonna say. I mean, it made me think. Like, I didn't really go to any dances like uh, that really? age. I went to more dances in middle school than in high school. I'm saying. Oh, okay. I mean, I think dances. a lot of people probably did. I know middle school dances. I just happened to not go. I went to a bunch of middle school dances that are exactly what they showed in that movie. The yeah. exact same thing at this in the same year, basically. But yeah, I mean, I, th- I know that's a big uh, cultural touchstone for people. So, I'm, and that's one that I didn't really experience. But I, I can definitely relate to a you lot tried of cocaine? stuff. I have tried cocaine. Oh, well, then you're good. Oh, okay. Same feeling. <laughs> no, but uh, the thing that made me laugh, so having an erection in class that you have to hide. Woof, woof. First of all, I love that he doesn't get caught for the erection in class because that's the thing I haven't seen. Right. That's the thing I've never seen before was he gets away with it. I was like, cool, because no teacher's going to be like, move that book from where you dig. Right. You know, I think about that shit from the fuck you walk into school. Yeah. Yeah, he brings a binder up with him to the front yeah. of the class. No teacher, and I hate because that always happens in, in movies where the teacher's like, "Show me what you're hiding in your pants." <laughs> so yeah, like, right, like, right. What? No, t- no one ever do that. Like, no one, in, no one, no one in that class would be like, "Excuse me, I'd like, I'd like you to move that book, please." Right. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so that was that was a good take on that. Tay Diggs says when he's drunk, he says the phrase, 
That, boo- that booty was rotund. Yeah. Which is the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Ta- you, to your point before, <laughs> the best Tay Diggs as a drunk ca- a, is, is fantastic. Whoa. He, it's the perfect line of realistic drunk and funny performance. And it slowly gets less and less drunk. It's so good. Now, to your heartfelt point, the best man speech at the end of the movie. Now, I know you were... Pieces. Uh, you were, uh, right? It's Pieces. fantastic. Because... The whole end of the movie, I'm crying. It's also like, it's weird for that to be a best man speech because usually people wouldn't say the the selfish part, mm-hmm. even though that's probably the most honest thing anyone could say. It was Yeah, it was real. It, 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 and it's also, it's like that person, he's not some great public speaker. He's just, he's being honest. It's, right. it's as simple as it is. So uh, I enjoyed that a lot. Um, yeah, no, this is a this is fun. I mean, this was like a nostalgia for me. I haven't seen this movie in a long time, and I've Lisa seen Lisa Ray of Players Club fame. Well, Lisa Ray is great. Come on, she's in it. She's in two scenes of her own wedding, and she's great. Uh, yeah. She made me cry too. She, that whole oh my god, that whole sequence was good. When uh, when Richard when T. Jones says that she looks beautiful, I was like, oh, so good. And then he rolls his eyes. <laughs> he rolls. I was like, oh, you son of a bitch. He's really funny. That was in jest. Oh my god, that's right. He's really funny in that whole uh, that whole adult scene when he's just because he's so angry at Tay Diggs <laughs> and they're all they they not all they both Roland and Slim both are just like their younger characters and Omar Epps is in a single thing like his oh no he, he's I mean, way more normal than that kid the casting of the kids for Roland and Slim's character perfect. is perfect perfect and I love how they were able to age them just by simply changing because uh, uh, Slim has a Jerry Curl in middle school they get rid of that and then for um, they just top. give him a high top yep so it worked. It worked really well. Um, Roland must be from Englewood. He sounds. He sounds more Englewood than anyone else in the entire movie. He, it, it, oh, is, okay. it is incredible how he actually sounds exactly like he's from. Who's there. Who's a famous person from Englewood? Uh, from? Because I mean, it's like Compton and Watts are like a I little think, bit. No, I think you're right. Because I'm thinking of people that are like associated with or like rappers or whatever. Yeah, you're it's right. It's always like know. Compton or it's Watts. I don't know. You're right. Good question. It's interesting. I'm sure. That, I'm sure there's like a thousand, and we just can't think of any. I don't know. Um, he says. Uh, when he's about to get his ass whooped by Stacy, he says, usually at the end of the day, time moves slow, but not today. Time was <laughs> on crack, crack today. I was like, whoa. That's uh, good stuff. It's also really funny. And he goes, you're trying to disrespect my sister? And he goes, I think she's purdy. <laughs> you guess. That line read of purdy was, oh, that was beautiful. I love that his his grand plan for the police officer not to see a weapon in the cough. car was to cough <laughs> Yeah, oh, you got a cough. Oh, so they, so uh, there's after the robbery, they get pulled over by a cop for their tail light, and they end up being saved by the crime that they committed. But that's another thing that's just crazy about the casting, because from that dumbass kid's mouth, what he literally just hear him say, and then it turns out the crime he committed saved us. I was like, oh my god, yeah, <laughs> can't take also, that seriously. Uh, that's a good point. Why is the young Mike narrating at any point? Shouldn't I it just be the slightest Omar clue. Epps narrating? Yeah, and I'm pretty sure it crisscrosses. Where it's like, why would both of them be narrating the young? That mother? just clicked now. I didn't even realize that. That's crazy. Uh, That's funny. The uh, it's way so. I mean, I'm honestly, I'm still blown away about the age thing. About how Alicia's yeah, that's that's like, that's, that's insane. Because um, that means <laughs> acting wise that she just had to be around a bunch of middle schoolers and kids for like and be it, but she was like 25 or whatever. Yeah, that's crazy that they were they for the for like hey here's you this year and then here's you 13 years older and I the thought they were just going to use the same actress I was like this is the, this is the time to do it right she's the only one that looks I right. would have been weird if she was the only person that was the same I guess yeah that my, my my own point defeats my own purpose just like my own robbery saved my other robbery that's right I've reverse. always said that about this you this is the reverse robbery any other notes on the wood um it's not what you think it means <laughs> <no>. <laughs> 
<laughs> Wait, so take take me through the the, the screenplay. I want to I want to make sure I didn't miss any any great. Okay, screen. so you know what um, next. Hit me. Hit me with your recap of the wood scene by scene. All right. Well, I'm not gonna do scene by scene, but I'll just do uh, major points. Plot point by plot point. So, well, how do I do this? I'll do flashbacks all at one, and then I'll do all the right. adults all at one. So this starts. Is the, this is the wood recap with John Connor. Ninety-seven point five. Uh, young Omar Epps character uh, moves from North Carolina to um, to Englewood. Uh, first day of school, he's just like kind of standing there, and there's an argument that the two guys are having about who's more attractive, Apollonia, and I don't even remember the person that he said. <laughs> Who do you know who the other one is? Is that the, he's and that's the one he picks. I'm like, Apollonia. I don't know what that is. Apollonia is very attractive. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so then he becomes friends with them. They do the dare that we talked about. He gets his ass beat. After they gets his ass beat, the girl starts taking. He gets one to him. good hit in on stage. He does get a hit. One in, hit. Which uh, uh, so then they become friends. Then they skip ahead to the school dance. They go to the dance. Mike is dancing like an idiot. Doesn't know how to dance. Uh, Roland and Slim are trying to get every girl's number. They're Why having a Slim contest. Slim laugh in his face as the girl d- declines to dance anymore. He literally just uh, ha-has right to his face. Oh, Stacy, by the way, is, is kind of respects Mike. So after, because oh, so before the dance, they go to the the, the grocery store. Oh yeah, what, what are they? they're, yeah, they're, they're going, going to, to get buy Tic Tacs. They're going to buy Tic Tacs and explain the difference between Tic Tac and gum. Yeah, it comes to Tic Tacs and Suck, gum. Never chew. That's right. If you're doing gum, Tic Tacs never. No, get no, it's anything with a woman. He says, it. "Remember when you're with the oh, lady?" Oh, that's right. That's right. Yes. Uh, that's a good call. Um, <laughs> you don't want to chew. <laughs> well, you can. That goes for you too, ladies. <laughs> fair is fair. Fair is fair. You know, equal opportunity here. But uh, so then, um, uh, the store gets robbed by uh, the Bloods. It ends up being Alicia's brother, Stacy. <laughs> and then, but wait a minute. So, so then he feels bad. So he's like, "I'm gonna give you a ride." This is why I want to do the recap so that we can discuss the scenes again. So in that scene, my man Stacy, uh, he's like, he's like, "Oh yeah, man." I know that I know that that, that, that little boy's from the school, man. I, I he goes to school with my sister, yeah. and then he's like, and then young Omar Epps is like, Stacy, like, come on, man. man. But in that moment, at the time, I was like, yeah, what are you doing? But in that moment, I was like, you're also giving away that information by saying right. specifically that your sister. I was like, relax, Stacy, relax. So, um, they get pulled over, they get saved by um whatever. So. They go back to the school, and they, he tells Mike to stay in the car for a second so he can say to him, uh, like, oh, you like my sister. If they played this Marvin Gaye song, Luther go tell her do you want to dance. Which so I was like, all right, it's a little weird, but I guess it's like he respects him, so he doesn't think that he's going to do anything wrong to his sister, so he'd rather... Because yes, yes. he makes the point that um, a lot of uh, a lot of the little brothers yes. want to get with my yes. sister. <laughs> That's what he says. Anyway, so... He dances with her, and while he's dancing with her, his two friends look over and see him dancing with her, and they're both very excited. And to the point, and then he starts putting his hands on her butt. That was she the... allows it. The two kids look again. He doesn't squeeze. That's the key. He, he doesn't, doesn't squeeze. squeeze. But the two girls that are dancing with Slim and Roland go look also, and then they look over like three goes, different times. You're like, so like, interested. You want to dance with her then? and walk away. That's the best. Fantastic. That's what I'm saying. How everyone feels lived in those two girls. Delivers the line. I was like, great. Crushed it, nailed that, it. The one, Home run line delivery. The one that did his line looks super familiar, but I don't know who she is. Oh, maybe, I mean, everyone in this movie looks familiar. Uh, maybe anyway, so that happens. We skip ahead. They decide that they're gonna. Uh, they're in high school now, and if they jump to junior year of high school. Apparently, 
And I guess that Mike and Slim are playing basketball and Roland's just worrying about looking good. I guess uh, so. They decide to make a I don't think bet. he's wearing Logan jacket. He's wearing that guest jacket. No, but he, he makes a point to saying you two are, are on the on the team. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, they, or maybe they say varsity. Uh, but so they make the bet, which is basically like a big deal. Where it's the, they put $5 into a pot saying that whoever has sex first uh, gets the money. Yes. Because uh, they're all virgins. And they're apparently just... Cannot have sex at all. <laughs> it's very funny. And then he lets them win the bet, and then well, they have a montage of them trying to have sex with girls. That's hysterical. Stacking up dollars. It's really funny. So then them keep on putting money, and then there are failed attempts. Yes. Uh, some really funny interactions in that, uh, and then it's weird. So uh, they skip ahead after the montage and all this stuff, and the bet's been going on every month. They're putting more and more money in. And uh, Mike and Alicia uh, hang out after school one day, talking about homecoming. They both have significant oh, yeah. others. That was another good scene too. They, uh, why do they just move from table to table? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's so weird. weird. They're just sitting at one table and they just get up and walk to another table. But it's so clear that Alicia's trying to have sex with him, and he's not getting it's it for pathetic. a while. And again, Alicia, the best. She's great. Right. So they eventually they had the, the the issue with the condom. He goes gets it from brother's room. Blah blah blah. Um, I think that's pretty much it for the young scenes, right? I think you're right. That was concise. It wasn't as much as I thought it was. Uh, as an adult... The, old, the older stuff, I, I, you don't need to read. I, 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 that, here's the thing with the adults. The yet. timeline is cu- curious to me. So, the beginning of the movie starts. They don't know where Roland is. Um, they get a they get a page. It's from Roland's ex-girlfriend from high school. Another incredible character. Oh, uh, what's her name? She's fantastic in this. But anyway, so they get a call from her. They go there. He's hammered on her couch. And... Um, He's having cold, uh, cold feet. He doesn't want to sure everyone wants to go through with the wedding. And then she says, "He, yeah." He slaps her butt. Well, before that, or maybe after that. The point is, she says to them, "He's been here for an hour. I called you. Then I called you." Oh, I didn't even peep that. So, what was she waiting for? <laughs> Wait, no. I thought she just mean she called them twice and they didn't, they didn't pick up. What are you talking about? Well, she pages them. And so I think I. I this is what I said. So they said that we have three hours to the wedding. Okay. They get to our house. She said it's been an. He's been here for an hour, okay. and then I called you. Okay. Right. Oh, what were they doing in that hour? Exactly. Gotcha. Why did she wait? Um, uh, he's I'm, clearly in a groom suit or a wedding suit at some point. Like, well, no, but no, I think that's just like cell phone technology time, whatever. Maybe. Um, but then, uh, they said we have two and a half hours to the wedding. So now a half hour's passed. So she apparently lives a half hour away from where they were. Okay. Then they decide. Uh, they start driving to go, I guess, to the wedding or wherever they're going. They don't know if they say at that point. While they're driving, uh, Tay Diggs uh, throws up all over the car and on their clothes. So then they go to a, uh, they go back to the girl's house. And in between, by the way, they take a full pot of coffee and a mug, which was very funny. Uh, so then they go back. And then they said there's a one-hour laundry service they go to. Uh, they drop off the food, uh, the clothes at the one-hour one hour laundry. So now we got at least... I'm thinking hour twenty till this wedding. She she decided that she could work a miracle so fast. <laughs> so fast. I can't do it. You know what? I got this. Well, there's a church down the street. Oh my god! If you want a miracle, <laughs> again, another great character. Yeah. Very lived in. She's the best. So many great female performances in this movie. Then they go to the pizza place where they remember the bet, and um, <laughs> so they have the conversation, and eventually they all realize they're all individual issues about what's going on in their current lives. Um, Mike talking about how he didn't follow Alicia. No to... real Alicia follow up in this movie. That's the nitpick. He didn't follow her to college. No, they the break movie up. fails that too. I feel like at the end there's not times. really enough. Does that, that doesn't feel like there's a? I don't know. It's it's cool because it ends on 
him with the boys, and it's, I guess because it's not really it's not yeah. about him, so to speak. But I don't know. I was mean, it, which was more final? Yeah, uh, Slim is apparently never gonna commit. That's his thing. Although oh, Mike yeah. thinks he if he finds the right girl. Oh my god! And then uh, yeah, and then eventually uh, they convince Tay Diggs gets through his insecurities and worrying about abandoning his friends and. Uh, Slim is annoyed because uh, well, his, his his girl's one of, the girl the girl Sorry. is the, the oh okay uh, the girl is uh, the breadwinner Lisa yeah oh yeah she's she's he's moving to New York so no I don't know they say no, that was, oh no that was uh, a uh, Mike's yeah, gonna move yeah. to New York uh, will they will they hint that at the end we hope so we can only hope in the wood right so uh, looks like Slim's gonna be alone in the wood I mean that's pretty much it. I mean it's it. it's it's fun. It's a really fun movie. I really enjoyed it. Uh, it's on Amazon Prime. Go watch it. It's so good. You want to give your rating? Johnny likes. Johnny likes. Ooh. All right. So I guess we gotta do some buffering. We got to. <laughs> Make your noises. So enthusiastic. Is the sarcasm obvious in sound form? Yep. Yeah. Uh, the, the winter, winter of, 1999. of 1999. Yeah. And you know what that means? The winter is, of course, defined as the first day after New Year's week or weekend through the Thursday before the first Friday in March. Obviously. Duh. Everyone you stupid that. sons of bitches. Um, this is a weird, weird month. I mean, uh, season. There's a... Uh, not a lot of movies on the table here. Some we some some good uh, bad trailers though. Some some very good. Yeah, bad we trailers. watched some we watched some crazy trailers. Uh, uh, I'm gonna start at number 18 on this list, okay. which is uh, Jawbreaker. That made 3.1 million. Uh-huh. A lot of these movies didn't make a lot of money. Yeah, Jawbreaker was one of those joints that was on like cable a lot and i saw i think for a minute i thought it was like a scary movie but it yeah. actually wasn't um and of course that infamous opening i do remember actually quite well with yeah the jawbreaker going down the wrong tailpipe oh boy yeah. uh so this is like a it's a cult it's a cult classic it's rose mcgowan is it a cult classic? yes it is okay. it is huh. this has a huge following now and right. like um it's become very popular in the lgbt and drag uh community because I be- I don't know why. I just know that it has. Okay. The director is uh, openly gay, uh, oh, and was at the time that the movie was made. But I mean, you said wasn't? No, was oh, at the time oh. the movie was made. So, uh, but yeah. So this is famous for like the slow motion scene of them strutting down the hallway and everyone staring at them. And, and Mean Girls definitely took a page out of this movie. Oh yeah, it's yeah. a straight homage, a hundred percent. Rose McGowan's great in this movie. She plays the big bad. Judy Greer's in this as a girl that they convert into the group. She's kind of like the Lindsay Lohan, sort of, but not not really. It doesn't it's go way different. Uh, but it's mostly Rebecca Gayhart versus um, uh, Rose McGowan. Like those are the Gayhart for the win. Yeah, well, it turns out, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's it's a fun movie. Um, if you haven't seen it, I would I would recommend going to see it. Any thoughts on that? Mm, I I I would recommend it, but I don't know that it it, it requires that much attention. That's fair. I mean, it's 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 cool. viewing attention. Yeah. I think that if you've seen a movie like Thoroughbreds that came out a couple years I, I ago, I like Thoroughbreds. It has a very similar vibe to Thoroughbreds. Sure. I, you know, yeah, maybe I don't love the I because I, I do love Mean Girls, but maybe I don't love that genre as much as I thought I did. You know what I don't like? Do you like Heathers? Heathers? That I was literally about to say, I do not like Heathers at all. Okay. Yeah. I, I Heathers is uh this has a, a Heathers. The tone of Heathers into. is so confusing to me. It's it's, it's a comedy. Bonkers. It's a weird black comedy. Yeah, I guess. Uh, this is, I mean, that's a satire, uh, Jawbreaker, so, I mean, 
Uh, number 16 is a movie called Simply Irresistible. It made $4.3 million. Oh, this trailer is crazy, This bro. trailer is This trailer is nuts. Basic premise of this movie is that Sarah Michelle Gellar is a chef who gains magical power from a from, crab. From a crab. But the cra- it looks like the crab bites the dude, but I guess it bites her at some point in time. I don't remember. In the trailer, it bites him. Yeah. Doesn't matter. A magical crab gives this dumbass Sarah Michelle Gellar character the ability to... When the, when she puts her words into her into her food. Her feelings, her feelings go into, go her, into food. her food. So there's a scene where they're having sex in the kitchen, and then I think that she makes a dessert, uh-huh. and that makes people like orgasm when they eat it. Oh, but no, but then also remember she gives Shorty uh, like some food, and she just says the saying too. She can make people say the exact thing. I don't think she makes. I think it's because of what she was. I don't know. It's the emotion that she. Was oh, doing. okay, okay. But okay. Uh, there's so two, it's more confusing. Two scenes in this movie I really remember. So this restaurant's doing really poorly, and then it starts doing really good once this happens. The guy who she's the who's the main love interest. Because uh, there's a there's talk about at one point the movie was like guys think about sex like three hundred times a day. And then uh, when they think about it, they, they grab their belt. That's like a line in the movie. And then so she says that to the main love interest, and his response is, well, I don't wear a belt. Anything about that? <laughs> and also there's a fat guy who comes to the restaurant. He eats uh, eats a full course. And then after, the waiter who's a, uh, oh, man, he's this black character actor. He's in like a thousand things. He's a comedy guy. I forget his name. But uh, he's like the waiter or whatever. She's like his partner. And uh, he goes up there and he goes to the waiter. Everything was great. I'm gonna have uh, the whole meal again, but start with dessert. And he goes, "Hey, well, take your time, my guy. We have to roll you out of here." Jesus Christ! So that's why are you looking at me like that? Because <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. All right, you're looking at me like a crazy person. No, it's it's a crazy movie. Yeah, clown face. Um, your your thoughts about the trailer? Because you haven't seen the movie. I will, and I will not seek it out. Okay. Um, my thoughts on the trailer is that every movie in this season, in this scene, I'm sorry, in this season, mm-hmm. somehow comes back. To, to a woman, woman needs man. Yeah. Every time. Number 15 mm-hmm. is an ensemble cast. 200 cigarettes. 6.8 million. This is an MTV production. I wish I had This looks good. I, I, want to, I want to watch this. It's a fun movie. Yeah. It's not great, but it's fun. Uh, Dave Chappelle is really funny in this movie. He's only probably in like, I don't know, 15 minutes of it. Cab driver Dave. Yeah. He plays the disco cabbie. I believe is how he's titled. He's really funny in this. Uh, he has a great scene with Paul Rudd. Where oh, uh, I gotta see a Dave Chappelle Paul Rudd scene. What? But this this cast is crazy. You got Paul Rudd. You got both Afflecks. You've got Christina Ricci doing the most obnoxious Long Island accent or Queens she's shrinking. accent. She's still getting shorter to this day. <laughs> You've got um, Kate Hudson, a young Kate Hudson. Oh, in I didn't even clock her. You got Jay Moore's. Yep. Um, in so many movies, Jay Moore. <laughs> did I say Garofalo? I mean, Garofalo's in what's it. What's her thing? What's her What's her pretentious disease? Well, she is. Dating Paul Rudd, they break up, and then Paul Rudd starts hooking up. No, with no I'm talking about in real life. Oh, she's a luddite, which, which is not a disease. No, I know. I said it's, it's a someone, disease. Someone who's adverse to technology. Yeah, like she I does said. not own a computer. Like I said, it, so to take bookings, you have to call her house. She doesn't have a cell phone either. Oh, word! That seems convenient for everybody involved. It seems really. I'm sure she's not poor as a result. She's not poor, but not because of that. <laughs> Continue. It's unrelated. She does well. I really want to see this movie. It, look, it looks fun. The, the it's beginning of the trailer was really good, but it did kind of devolve into something that I was like, yeah, but this is important. I mean, it's it's the basic premise is there's a it's New Year's 1981. There's a party going on, and like it's everyone's journey to get to that party, and it's like a bunch of different things happen. Hilarity ensues. It's a it's like a, I was gonna say a, Dazed and Confused. It's a bunch of different vignettes that are uh, loosely connected. It looks like MTVified Dazed and Confused. Sure. 
This is so MTV is relatively new. They only started making movies in '96, and they did '96. They did um, Joe's Apartment, which is the first one. It's about a guy whose ants come to life or some weird. I mean, cockroaches come to life. Several weird. Britney Spears sequels. Super weird movie. '97 um, they do Beavis and Butthead Do America. I'm They're not, mostly good. You're right. And '98 I'm not really sure. Then '99 they have three movies. They do Varsity Blues, which we're going to talk about later. Where they do this movie, 200 Cigarettes, and they do The Wood. Forgot the wood is the wood's MTV. also on TV. Yeah, Crushing which it. is so. Um, I mean, it's a rel- I mean, Paramount Pictures, and this is MTV at I would say one of their biggest moments, without a doubt. Without a doubt, it gets bigger in a couple years later. I would think. I think like mid aughts is probably where they're at their peak of their powers. But TRL this is time. still well, TRL's still going on ninety nine. But this is where because you still have all the oldest boy bands and Eminem's getting big in ninety nine. So this they're huge right now. So they were like, well, just start making movies. And they do, they do a pretty good job, at least at first. Um, Apple and, Plus should take a page out of this <laughs> book. Um, number 13 is one of my uh, one of the movies that I've seen probably way too many times. That's Office Space. This made $10.8 million. Yeah, Office Space making $10 million is pretty impressive looking. Yeah. I I, um, I, was it, how old were you the first time you saw Office Space? I kind of didn't get it the first time. I don't think I... I saw it on Comedy Central the first time. Um... And doesn't I, doesn't play great with commercials. No, it's not as good. I enjoyed it, but then after working in an office and then rewatching it, I fell in love oh, with the movie. I have not watched it since working in. That's a good point. And literally, like there was like three or four people. I was like, oh, that character's that guy. That character's that girl. Like That's it was point. like it was like incredible. What are the reports called? The TPS reports? TPS reports. TPS reports. Well, there's literally like a guy in the movie who's paranoid he's going to be fired the entire time. And I had a guy I worked with in the office. Oh, that's definitely office a guy too, yeah. That was so paranoid about being fired all the time. The guy had been there forever. They were never going to fire him. <laughs> but he was always like, ah. And in these, one of these days, uh, like once a week, he would the, talk about being fired. The person at an office that starts small talk is my least favorite person. The, the one that brings up the thing that you know doesn't matter. If you come to me with the weather. You're or, all medium big talk guy, right? Yes. Oh, God. Keep it up there. Keep it hefty. Like, you, you hate the bank. Because people are going to small talk you online. No, no Post one talks to nobody in the bank. Well, and back what? in the day, before, before everyone had headphones. Listen, we live in Brooklyn. What the fuck are you talking about? Does, you never had to go to the post no office? No one wants to talk to me in my retail life. You've only been in Brooklyn for 25 years. <laughs> I was going to say, you, you should, should definitely know better than me. I used to go, I mean, I used to have to go to the post office for various reasons. Or and going to Long Island was just talking to people in the post office. Yeah, you ever see an what? old? If you see an old person online, they're gonna talk to you in Long Island. Anywhere. No. Not old anywhere. people love Future. to talk to people online. They do. They do. Usually, it's like, ah, hey, you believe the weather out there? I mean, yeah. Or they go, huh? This long. This we line's going pretty slow. Little old speak, but I don't know. A bank's and post office because you're captive. I don't see it, John. I just, I just don't see it. All right, maybe it's a Long Island thing. I don't know. I don't know. Any other thoughts on uh, Office Space? Mm. I love this movie. I like this movie. I don't love. It. I like this movie. What's the dude that's a uh, the my man with the mustache and the long hair <laughs> that's always fishing and shit? Yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's, he's from now. the Drew Carey show. Yeah, yeah he's in Veep. He's great. he's great. I I know his name, but I can't pull it. I like Ospin. I like that. Uh, it's the first time I saw Gary Cole. Ron Livingston. Oh, Gary Cole's great. Ron Livingston's great in this. Sure. You don't like him? I, I again. I like this movie. I don't love this movie the way everyone else does. Okay. I like Ospin. I like it a lot. I disagree with your whole premise. <laughs> that's, that's that's what I do. All right, let's get into the top ten here. Let's, let's get it. Number let's crack ten, that nut. Number ten is at first sight. It made twenty two point three million dollars. John, 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 John. 
You know, you give the plot if you, of if this you're a person quick. that walks around all day assuming that Val Kilmer makes great business decisions, let me stop you in your tracks right now in this moment. In 1999, he made a strange, strange uh, choice in being in a movie mm-hmm. where, first of all, the trailer again. You should give trailers credit pre like 2004 five because we didn't really get have the tone down yet and like mm-hmm. the amount of information that should be in it. But this fucking movie is just him walking around being happy, weird, but like blind as hell, He's and then magically weird. gets sight back, and he just is. And people are holding up cardboard and asking him if it's an apple. It's nuts. L- lest you forget, this is an Erwin Winkler film. Who that is? No one knows. Okay, it showed up as if we should know it though. Yeah, on that trailer from um, Erwin Winkler. Nathan Lane's playing the funny friend, I guess. Is this an apple? Uh, yeah. He's holding up a magazine with a picture of an apple. Goes, is this a picture of an apple or an apple? He's holding a magazine. Yeah, he's holding a square. He's holding a square with two hands. And and, he's asking him. And in that scene, <laughs> Val Kilmer is holding an apple. Am I, am I am I levitating an apple or is this an apple? <laughs> that is a batshit scene. The trailer is really weird. Mira Sorvino plays the female lead. She falls in love with a blind guy and it's like, it's not good enough that he's blind. He's got to see how beautiful I am. So she makes him get surgery. Uh, and I get, oh, again, movie about a woman that needs a man. Right? I mean, what else What else would the woman have? Her career? Come I guess on. what's fucking me up is that these trailers are like building with that first. It's it's, yeah. it's like the second or third thing they bring up in every trailer. You gotta sell the movie. Um, <laughs> in, in, in Simply Irresistible, the, it's cut in such a way so that they go like... Um, until she found a man, and then and then the right. narration stops, and then the diegetic uh, sound comes back, and someone is saying, "You can't let this one get away." Looking at the, at the guy, I was like, "Oh, oh man!" And they don't do Robert Palmer's uh, "Simply Irresistible," which is surprising. Yeah, this is a, this is a travesty, we're, and we're back on irresistible. Who knew? Who knew? You know what the other problem is? What's that? It's simply irresistible. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Number nine is "Blast from the Past." A uh, movie, finally, a movie that I have seen and remember and kind of enjoy watching. $26.5 million. Mm-hmm. This was, uh, Brendan Fraser is uh, locked, or so, what's his name? Christopher Walken and Sissy Spacek. Are his parents. Are the parents. They have a young family. child yeah. that, uh, there's a nuclear, there's a threat of a nuclear bomb. They think it's coming. Cuban so, Missile Crisis. Uh, yeah. So they think that the bomb's coming, so they go to their bunker, bunker, and they and lock stay it. There for they thirty-five get a, years. Thirty-five years later, Frazier comes out thirty-five years old, confused as the Dickens. Well, he's um, so all he's ever done is watch the Honeymooners because that's mm-hmm. what his dad saved. Uh, so well, John, you're bearing the lead here. You got it. Oh, he rebuilds the... his house. Oh no, no, not in the... the bunker, which is crazy. No, not that at all. You have to tell the people your friend's hot take about Alicia Silverstone. I have a friend who thinks that Alicia Silverstone, present day Alicia Silverstone, is still top five most attractive women of all time. And he's, this is a sane man. This is, well, you know, sane, sanity is uh, relative. All right, well, I got three words for your friend, okay? Richard T. Jones. Way <laughs> Yeah, Richard T. Jones is a much more attractive woman. <laughs> um, yeah, no. Uh, I mean, uh, they, I like Less and Best. It's I don't fun, like many it, Brendan Fraser movies, but this one's fun. It's a fun movie. It's, he's, he's able to be a cartoon in this. He is all over the place. Ooh, a Negro! <laughs> Which, I remember that scene. And the, the best so is... Funny. The, so he sees a male woman walking down the uh, street. A male carrier, I should say. And... Uh, you better say. When when he says that, her response is, What did you just say? She, like, flips out. It's very the funny. Best. Um, he doesn't understand how baseball works. Like, his dad's trying to explain baseball to him in the bunker. It's like an ongoing thing. And he goes, why Why does he go there? Because he must. And he doesn't get it. And then he goes to a baseball game. And then the guy hits the ball. And he goes... Oh, because he must. And the guy next to him looks like, what the fuck? 
Very funny. Um, turns out he has stock in IBM. and Oh, that's what happens? Yeah. So he ends up having all these stocks from the 60s of these companies that end up being huge companies. So he literally has uh, infinite funds. So they built this like beautiful house and then they all move in at the end. Happy ending, blah, blah, blah. Oh, Christopher Walken's alive and just... Christopher Walken's alive. He drinks hot Dr. Pepper. Gross. Oh, gross. He's known as a, like an eccentric crazy person, but he's like a genius, I think. Dope. And Sissy says back there. Love too. a fun walking performance. No, nothing's better than a fun walking. Number eight on this list. Wet mouth. That's not the title. Is the Giovanna Ribisi and Juliette Lewis and the other sister. Mm, so John. This movie made twenty seven point eight million dollars. Yes. And it should all be donated to kids uh, with disabilities or something. It's a this weird flick. Looks pretty. <laughs> uh, I remember my mom watching this. And I remember I was like, this is not a movie for me. I'm not watching this. And I remember her saying that it was good. The trailer is not. Whoa. Um, I got this one, John. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, this movie is about uh, a mentally disabled woman who needs a man <laughs> who's, who's also mentally disabled. And it's just one of those things where, especially in a trailer, because it's just a small, compact yeah. thing, you're just seeing all these snapshots of her shouting at the camera in a disabled person's voice. Yes. And Rabisi's just walking around doing crazy shit, too. It's so out of pocket. But it's it's so it's a, out of pocket. It's a love story of two uh, people with disabilities, and um, Diane Keaton's the mom. Fucking nineties uh, man. It's 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 odd. I don't know. I wonder how they handle it because I, I don't remember seeing this movie. I maybe I see. I remember seeing it on the TV. And being I remember like, the era. This is the end this. of the era where they would do shit like this. I don't know. I am Sam is pretty frequently in the in the aughts. Yeah, they do that. Yeah, the radio is is. Four years after this, they they do this all the time. But I think slow. I think this is the whole, what I pray to be the beginning of the end. Well, you had Forrest it's Gulp. just the thing Forrest, we don't need. Forrest Have Gulp? you seen Peanut Butter Falcon? Yes, good, right? Yes, very good. Yeah, and good performance by him, right? By the kid, and uh, a lot of it was improv. Yeah, Boom. By, but not by necessity. It's, but, li- yeah. it's just like everything else. You get the real people. It's, well, yeah, it's yeah. just like any other situation. There was zero chance in 1999 they were going <laughs> to hire two people. Not with Down. They don't have Down syndrome, but. The, uh, um, Peter Falcon, the child has Down syndrome. That the child actor. That well, I don't know how old he is. To be fair, I could I could also see how two is also just much more complicated Absolutely. without having someone to, to, to shepherd the, the the person through the whole situation. Without a doubt, yeah. without a doubt. Uh, so number eight, I'm sorry, number seven is uh, it's a rocket film. Thirty two million dollars for October Sky. It's a rocket film. J- uh, how Jake old is Jake Gyllenhaal in '99? He's he looks got really young, but also old. creepy. How old do you think Jake Gyllenhaal is now? It's like thirty-seven. Yeah. Okay. It's like a shade under, yeah, it's a shade under 40. Jake Gillen Gillen Balls. He is exactly 38. Right. Damn. He so turns 39 uh, in a month. Nice. So in 99, he would have been 18. Okay, then he looks exactly So 18. he was okay, probably he's about... got a big head. No, he looks younger than that. He, he looks... Does? he I, In this movie? But you get what I'm saying. He just looks weird. He looks... Yeah. something. Yeah. He looks like he's like 14, 15 in this. This is like a period piece in like the 60s, I want to say. It's weird. 50s, his height 60s? has never changed, but his, his face looks weird. Yeah. Um, this I don't, movie looks dumb as hell. This movie, I don't even yeah. remember what it's about. What's it about? Uh, he's in the rockets, but he's it's like... It's about in, that way he looks up in the sky on the poster. That's right. Okay. He's in a coal mining town where that's like everyone's destiny. Fascinating. But uh, his way out is either... Like everyone's way, way out. out. Well, no, that's what they talk about that's in the trailer. Uh, his dad's like, the way out is like uh, football. His teacher's like... I like blah, 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 blah. Laura Dern. She shows up. She's the teacher. She's like... She believes him because he's really smart and he loves rockets. So he's trying to learn about rockets. Maybe become a rocket well. scientist. Yeah, I love Lord. Looks the exact same. She looks fantastic. Yeah, twenty plus years later. Twenty years. Well, it's probably filmed. Probably yeah. filmed yeah. longer than that. Good for her. Uh, I, I aspire to look like Laura Dern when I'm that age. 
You would look. You would look great. She dated Baron Davis a couple years ago. I know. And Common. It's the great. She has a. She dated Common. I didn't know bald, that. Bald, athletic black man with beards. <laughs> Straight up. Good for her. Dan's got a box. Pop boy. <laughs> <laughs> I just registered what I said. I didn't mean it like that. Well, that's the way it sounded. But I said it, so there it is. <laughs> Number six. Please don't make that the Easter egg. No, that's it. That's staying in the show. <laughs> ah, fuck. <laughs> Uh, number six is thirty-six point six million dollars for eight millimeter. Snuff film season. It's snuff film time, baby. I bet. I bet studios bent over backwards to make this movie about making movies about making creepy movies. Joel Schumacher directed this. Ugh. And the bad guy is Gandolfini. Gandolfini's a bad guy. Joaquin Phoenix. That's a wrap on on the murder. Joaquin Phoenix is playing a really weird dude. He works at like a porn store. He looks like fucking Dane Cook in this movie. He, <laughs> yeah, he's working at a, like a uh, like a, a porn store that also has like some other weird shit going on. And uh, Nick Cage is doing classic Nick Cage. This movie and Snake Eyes, I get confused a lot because <laughs> they came out very close to each other and they're completely different movies. Similarly, I confuse Joaquin Phoenix for the man that played Dane Cook in the Dane Cook movie. Which Dane Cook movie is that? Waiting? The one, the one, no, the one where Joaquin Phoenix played Dane Cook. Oh, uh, Dane in real life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's his greatest role to date. Uh, this was written by, uh, I wrote his name down, Andrew Kevin Walker, who wrote Seven. Yep. And then he made this. It's got a... Schumacher Seven. I could see it. Again, that's why I could, I could, I really see how this movie was Well, Schumacher made. didn't uh, the, the Cell, the Cell of this movie is so easy with everyone, like in, in 1999, that, that crew. I thought the trailer... I just made the best Batman you'll ever see in your life. God. What did you do, Batman Forever? He did both of them. No, he did the one with uh, Jim for, Carrey, right? He does both. He does Forever. And that's in the same universe. The whole thing is in the same oh, universe. Jesus. Including the Burden ones. They're all the same I thing. did enjoy the little thing they did. You're the one that told me that, remember? I don't remember. <laughs> I forget all this stuff. Uh, once it comes out of my mouth, I forget it. When um, In the trailer, a cool thing they did is that they splice scenes from the film onto like 8 millimeter film to like if just like screenshots it's kind of a nice cool touch i thought that was a uh, well done beyonce did that this year bro yeah okay so with 20, what, years, 20 years, later? years of technology <laughs> so i thought it, like, for a 1999 trailer yeah it was good uh the best part of it was obviously uh the if you thought trailer reactions were were dope wait till you see nicholas cage watch a snuff film because oh my god it's yeah. the world's greatest trailer reaction he's like grimacing but can't look away yeah and it's really it hard looks like he's watching like a, a bad game of like child soccer not not a <laughs> film <laughs> number five is like the, it's a very different tone from every other movie on this list it's my favorite martian which made um 36.8 <laughs> 36.8. Christopher Lloyd plays a Martian, yep. which is perfect casting. Obviously. And Jeff Daniel plays the guy who he's like tormenting. Uh, one of the scenes in this movie that I really remember more than anything is that him in the ice cream shop and all the ice creams floating all over the place. I remember as a kid being like, oh yeah, that was like dope. Jeff Daniels maybe has my favorite film career of all time because he spends these ten, he spends 20 years just doing the yeah. stupidest thing you'll ever see in the world. And Oscar nominations. It just spends the 80s and 90s going back and forth between Super Series and the dumbest fucking shit in the world. It's the best. Oh, you go back and forth. I was thinking that he started off super funny. No, now he's, stayed, now he's serious. He's and been serious for a long time So it's now. like reverse... 20 plus. Oh my God. Reverse John C. Riley, where John C. Riley only did serious movies and then did only these comedies for the longest time. Is, is it really... Outside of Dumb and Dumber, is it like a one for them, one for me thing? 
Because I Prom- can't tell I- what kind of person he is based on his filmography. Well, I mean, at if all. you watch like the newsroom, you're like, oh, this guy can act his ass off. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all the, he's good. He's, he makes every serious thing better. Yeah, but he's a good comedic actor, also. The funniest. My favorite Martian is a weird film, very much for kids. But um, there's not a lot of live action Disney movies in this time period. There's but- a scene that I think a lot of people will remember, where it's a kid messing yeah. with uh, Christopher Lloyd, and he opens his mouth in a big crazy alien. He's in the raspberry. Out. Yeah. Um, number four. Hit it. This is with Robin Wright Penn, Kevin Costner, and Paul Newman showed up. It's Message in a Bottle made $52.8 million. Message in a Bottle, semicolon, I still need a man. What is, explain this movie real quick. She's fucking jogging or fucking doing some shit on she the beach. Jogging. Yeah, she was First off, she works for the Chicago Tribune. So Where's she jogging on the beach? So is that Lake Michigan? I don't I guess know. so. I don't know. Um, yeah. Dumbass Robin Wright is, is jogging. Uh, picks up a message in a bottle. She brings it to, I guess, her bosses or whatever. Yeah. And, and is like, this is from five years ago. And they're like, oh, damn, this is a great love letter. And then someone literally says, I wish a man would love me like that. True North, baby. Yeah, exactly. My, my true North. Um, and they fucking... Do goddamn reverse ancestry.com shit to find out where the letter came from, I guess. Um, Would reverse ancestry be finding out the people that you're going to give birth to? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, 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 it would be John. So then, um, so eventually she traces down Kevin Costner, and uh, and he's doesn't seem like she has to at some point tell him, right? Paul, and she's like, Oh, wait, they say that she says, What? What are you trying to say? Scratch all that. Before she finds him, she has the worst thing ever. She he says is, he is who wrote the letters. Right, Kevin Costner wrote, wrote the, letter. the letter that she. When found. they're trying to trace him down, her boss or her coworker says to her, "What are you gonna do when you find out who it is?" She goes, "Take a chance." What the? This is another thing too. She she has. There's so many resources behind this letter. Why does everyone care? Why I, does I everyone know. care about finding out who wrote a letter? He's a modern day poet. These are reporters. <sighs> they're doing their Man, job. That was. Way more effort than I thought I was going to have to put in for Message in a Bottle. Message in a Bottle. Yeah. Glad she got out of that, that bottle. That's the police. Whoop, whoop. That's the sound of that. Uh, it's a Nicholas Sparks novel. So if you know Nicholas Sparks, he writes all these cheesy romantic uh, uh, novels. So there's that. Number three. Hit it. MTV movie. We talked about it earlier. Briefly. Also made 52.8, slightly more than Message in a Bottle, Varsity Blues. I love this movie. I've seen it once, I think. I liked it, yeah. It's good. Um, I remember liking John Voight's performance a lot. John Voight's really good as the dickhead coach. Um, Vanderbeek's in it. He plays the the lead. He's the quarterback. More like Vander Freak, am I right? That's right. You got uh, his friend Billy Bob, who's the fat lineman who... Not Thornton. No, not Thornton. Not to be confused. Uh, they Brothers. <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. I think they're both white. Uh, so the Billy Bob has a uh, has a pickup truck that has his name on it. Of course, why wouldn't you? Have you ever? Did you know anyone who had a, a personalized car? Uh, yes. Oh, you did. Yes, yes. You said personalized car. Sure. Like, like their name somehow attached to it. Something that. Yeah, like a like like a vanity, they had a vanity part plate? of like the actual. Oh, I knew someone who had a vanity plate that was their first. No, name. no, you're saying like on the car, car. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a that's Rich a kids. that's a weird move for me. Yep. Um, so uh, this movie is very famous for the whipped cream bikini. Sexy. 
It is sexy. She's a very attractive young lady. I don't know what her name is. She's yeah. not. She's also in like Legally Blonde and a couple movies, but then I don't really know her career. I forget her name. And another Hollywood always trying to make it out for she needs a man because old girl is hidden on Vanderfreak the whole time. Right, but he's in love with this other girl who I believe is the girl from Harriet the Spy. Okay. Or the Tudman. It could be Harry Tubman. <laughs> no, the not the Tubman. It's like in it's like in in, in, in the social network. Yeah, I dropped it that. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, if you're on the Facebook, I get it. Um, yeah. So Varsity Blues is a. Uh, it's also got Paul Walker in it. And yeah. This is um, Paul Walker at the very beginning of his career, and he's in this, and he's also in the number two movie. Hit it. She's all that. Now we're talking. And that made sixty three point three million. Love she's all that. But think about it. Paul Walker's in the number three and number two movie, and it's basically the first two movies of his career. And uh Fast and Furious is next year, right? It's two thousand? No, I think it's a little later, right? Oh, sure, okay. You might be right. I did no, Fast and Furious two is in two thousand three. The second one's They span that long? Two thousand one. Wow. It's two thousand one. Yep. Great movie poster, Fast and the Furious. It is. Yeah. It's a great point break remake. Yes, sure. That's what it is. And and, it's then, almost... and then becomes a pretty bad Mission Impossible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, She's All That's Great. Uh, I really enjoy Matthew Lillard. He plays, like, uh, basically... How old is he? He's also looked the same for a long time. Yeah. Man. Without uh, a paddle. Well, great movie. Yeah. That's coming up in a couple years. What? 2000... Was that 2000... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you meant, like, the, the remake. I was like, what? Why? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> so, um, I think before this, he had only really been in Scream. Yeah. Uh, which I think is 96. The titular character. Nope, he does not play Scream. <laughs> What's the name of that mask? Scream? Yeah, the Scream mask. There's a name for it. Tits? Yeah, it's Tits. Chiller. No, it's Tits. Titular. <laughs> no, what is it? It's got a stupid name. Whatever. A lot man. of boot talk. So Ma- Matthew Lillard is, I mean, I think he's only really been in that up until this movie. Dude, he's... Ghostface. That's, no, that's Damien Lillard's brother. That's what it was. Yeah, it's Damien Lillard. I remember now. That's yeah. Damien's brother. Got it. Think they're going to trade Kevin Love uh, to Portland? Makes I a lot hope of so. sense. That would be dope. That would be fun. Uh, where was I? Oh, so Matthew Lillard's playing, like, have you ever seen or heard Not of Lud- Matthew. the character of Puck from the Real World San Francisco? No. Because he's basically playing that. Puck was, like, the Be- badass who got kicked off the show. Mm-hmm. He was, uh, like, just, like, a huge asshole. And that's basically what Damian Lillard's playing. Matthew Lillard's playing. <laughs> I'm so good at this. I'm not a smart man. So, uh, baby, start the fake chicken. <laughs> uh, I'm serious. Freddie Prince Jr. and Rachel Lee Cook are the leads in this. Um, and uh, the whole premise is that Paul Walker uh, makes a bet with him that he can't turn a random girl into the prom queen. And he he's the he's the like the the captain of the football team or soccer team, I think actually. You know what's funny this, too all this is the. Uh, well, one, they, the black character speaks maybe three times, but he's in the movie all the time. He's physically there, but he barely speaks. Like, I love that. But it's funny, too, because I remember what, what, the, what the trailer reminded me was that his his squad is smaller than I remember. Like, they're the yeah. popular guys, but it's just three of them. Like, yeah. that's, that's the top of the of the pyramid for some reason. This size goes three dudes. My favorite thing for this movie, though, is... Yeah. It's a small monarchy. So very early on in the movie, uh, Matthew Lillard meets Freddie Prince Jr.'s mm-hmm. girlfriend on spring break, Hitting I believe. On her, right? And no, she breaks up with Freddie Prince to date Matthew Lillard. Yeah. So um, Usher, who's the morning announcer guy, also and, and nineteen years old, maybe in this movie. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so yeah, I believe it's Usher. I think is how you say oh it. My gosh. That's how he says it. It's Usher. Usher. 
Brother of Cher. Oh, okay. That's what ooh means. Brother. <laughs> Do this all day. <laughs> um, see, I grew up without a new, you know? Without a new? Without a new. I had two sisters. Ooh. <laughs> see, I so Usher announced over the loudspeaker at the school that um, Freddie Prince Jr.'s card has been dissed and dismissed. Ooh, take that. Rewind it back. Usher got the music to make your shorty go. Huh? Mm-hmm. So, uh, it's just, it's really fun, like, uh, it's out of all, like, the teen comedies, like, high school comedies from so this era, it's, a thousand it's probably, like, my second favorite. Oh, a- a- airport uh, love chase scene, too, at the end, right? For I some reason. I don't think it's in an airport. It is, but he's, it's definitely a chase down. It's definitely yeah. a LeBron James-style chase down block at the end. Well, the big conflict happens when she finds out about the it's bed, bed. Yeah, yeah. but he actually really starts to like her. Yes. Finds out she's a real person. Yeah, and Paul Walker's a real son of a bitch. Paul Walker so. plays a real de- yeah. dirtbag in this. Not nice. And then he, doesn't he reprise the role in the, oh no, it's Chris Pine, never mind. But not in the team movie? Oof, man. Is it, no, I'm sorry, Chris, Chris Evans. Chris yeah. Evans. Yeah. Not in the team you movie. Figure, you figure out your uh, mnemonic device yet? Not or? yet. Dickhead. Something about fine for pine. I'll get back to you. Okay. Next episode. All right. Um, when we revealed that we should have both said Inglorious Bastards. Wow. Listen, it used to be fat. That Chris is Pratt. Australia's place of birth. Stop saying tit. That Brad Chris tit. is Hemsworth. This is for Chris specifically. All right. Well, I'm sorry. Well, I just. I, oh, my God. I keep hitting the thing and playing with the cord. My God. <laughs> now, number one. Yow. Is payback with everyone's favorite Mel Gibson, eighty-one million dollars. This is by far the best trailer. By by far the best. Trailer. This is a really this really is a good solid trailer. trailer. This is a trailer. I mean, as soon as it's over, we were like, "Damn, I wish we liked Mel Gibson because we should watch this." Like, get great. ready, get ready to root for the bad guy. Oh man, you're speaking to root for the bad guy. I watched Gone Baby Gone the other day and was like, "Oh my god, oh my god, it's all Casey Affleck and Morgan Freeman." I just remember. <laughs> yeah, good guys, good guys. Uh, payback looks. Re- I mean, you know what? I, I, maybe I'll watch it. Maybe I'll put my hate aside. The music really got me. They played the big payback throughout the whole trailer, and I'm like, ah, goofy cop stuff. I remember. I think the scene where he almost gets his nuts chopped off by the triad. Yes, himself, on the car. That I remember. Yeah. There's a, a so the basic part of this. He's there was a heist in the very beginning of the movie. It might happen before the movie starts. Um, and the movie that he's supposed to get seventy thousand dollars, which is Shorty meets fucking Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah. Um, Nailed it. And uh, so the whole movie is Mel Gibson trying to get his $70,000 share that he's owed. He doesn't even want the full thing. He just wants his doesn't half. doesn't need that one thirty three. <laughs> and uh, his wife, I think, turns on him in the very beginning of the movie. And, like, they leave him for dead, but he survives. And then he goes back and his wife turns into a prostitute. If I remember this Yowza. right, that's what happens. So much for the big paper. And uh, Lucy Liu is, like... Um, Slapping the shit out of the person she's in bed with. I think that she's supposed to be like a dominatrix type character. That's what the outfit looked like. Uh, and um, she has some connection to the triads, which I was a little on the nose. But uh, yeah, no, it's. I remember this. I've seen this movie. This is like very similar. A lot of times people um, pair this with uh, uh, Payback and this. Those are like the two big Mel you just, Gibson. You're saying Payback. Ransom. Uh, <laughs> which are the two big like Mel Gibson movies of this time period that he did. Uh, that have a, a similar vibe to them where it's a guy on a quest to get back, whatever. Uh, one, they're very different. One's, his kid got stolen this one. He lost $70,000 of a heist yeah. he did. But, Who's um, the old guy in the trailer? He Chris Christopherson so or no, no, Christopher one. Plummer? Christopher, that's what? That's Christopher Plummer. The funny one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the in the in the uh, in the funny the suits? suits, yeah, yeah that's, that's Christopher Plummer. That's a great American accent. I thought he can't do an American accent. That's not Christopher Plummer. Double check that. That's not Christopher. It's not Christopher Plummer. Plummer? No, it's not C Plum. I would know Christopher Plummer could do an American accent. I thought it was Plum Boy. I thought it was Plum Bob Millionaire. Plum <laughs> Wait, I, I, I went Plum. I'm supposed to be looking at the movie Payback. Payback. Yeah. 1999. All right. 
Boom. Boom. No, yeah, it's William Devane. That's who that is. He looks a little bit like Christopher Plummer. <laughs> yeah. You give me that? Payback. No, I won't. What's his name? Something Devane. He does a great job. I close my phone. I'm not he does a great job. Yeah. Good for him. But you just closed your phone. It was four seconds ago. Right, I'll look <laughs> no, no. At it again. But you forgot the name already. No, <laughs> you no, just no. read it and said I'll it out loud. It. I'll look at it. It doesn't matter. All right, so William Devane. Oh, William Devane. Uh, what do you? What is your thoughts of this season in general? I would say if payback is good, well, I heard I'm it's not... a bitch, huh? <laughs> Um, if payback is good, I'll say it's a solid season. If payback sucks, then I'll say it's bad because I really only like She's All That. That's the only movie yeah. in this whole thing that I that I've seen and I can just say I like and I would watch. That's and it was easy for me to come to that conclusion because there's only 38 movies. Yeah, it's it's a it's a small season for sure. Uh, I think when we get into the spring and the summer, we're gonna see some bombs. Oh, coming. I mean, it's it's coming. The, the, you know, we're talking. I know all this next shit season, contrarians, but it is a good it is a good year. Next season, there's a British movie that I really like a lot, so I'm nice. excited to talk about that. Oh my god, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Guy Ritchie coming up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That's right. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's kind of interesting. There's a couple of like culty films here. No movie made a lot of money. This is an MTV season. That's what it is. Yeah. This was an MTV demo. And even movies that aren't MTV movies, just like a lot of like teen kind of stuff. That's, a lot that's of teen stuff or a season. lot of like cheesy rom Exactly. Yes, exactly. Um, which, I mean, you know, listen, there's, I mean, they, these movies and are in this season for a reason. people. <laughs> it's, it's <coughs> from Nicolas Cage to the rest of them. But this, I mean, this season is normally where studios put movies dumps. that they're not confident it in. dumps. Exactly. So, dregs. Um, but the fact that there were some movies that kind of came through and became kind of a, a big deal after the fact, like we mentioned, the top three, I think all hit that uh, for sure. For Sheezy McWeezy. Uh, awards you have for the winter of 99. Uh, and what am I doing with my hands? hands. All right. Uh, for Shelf Life. Shelf Life? Shelf Life, the movie that you just seen on cable all the time or you have the DVD at your auntie's house so that you just have seen a bunch of snippets of but you never even seen it all together. I got She's All That. Oh, interesting. That's definitely my Shelf Life. I got uh, Varsity Blues for that. Nice, nice. That's a movie that was always on TV as far as I can remember. Um, do you have a worse title? I, I worse have... Title. A worse title. All right. My worst title is a movie that we did not mention because we don't need to talk about it. Uh, but it was God Said Ha. Which actually was produced by Quentin Tarantino. It's a Julia Sweeney, like, one-woman show. And it didn't really. It's not. It's barely a movie. One-woman show. Uh, mine is ha. The Sticky Fingers of Time. Ooh, gross. Very gross. <laughs> Very gross. Sticky Fingers of Time. Oh, my Lord. Um... And my favorite and best movie is the same. I imagine yours is yours. I have two different ones. Different. Oh, then you go first. So for uh, favorite, mm-hmm. I put she's all that. Nice, 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 nice. Um, for favorite and best, I just did Office Space. I have Office Space for my best. Gotcha. You know what? I'm going with yours. I'll have what you're having, John. Favorite is she's all that. I just didn't have the confidence to put it. You know what? Are you breaking your rule? Scratch it all. Scratch it all. You Shelf your life. Role. Blast from the past. Oh, favorite. Yeah. She's That's all right. that. Best Office Space. Boom. I like it. I like it a lot. So that's it for this week. So here's a fun thing. Uh-huh. Next week, Wednesday, being released on Netflix is The Irishman. Uh-huh. So we decided, because we've already seen it, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're going to put out an episode that comes out on the 27th. For So we're not taking a week off, which is going to be next week. We're going to do uh, Office Space. I'm sorry. The Irishman. Wait. 
way off. We'll do the Irishman, so um, you're gonna get a, a little bonus episode, uh, at least time wise. Yep. And uh, so that's obviously gonna be available on Netflix, so you can watch the movie first and then listen to our podcast on your Thanksgiving weekend. Boom. All right. Don't worry, we'll get back to some Hulu movies soon, y'all. Yeah. We just did Amazon Prime. We got Hulu coming up, probably. It's Netflix season. They're, they're taking over the game. This is oh, you know what I was gonna say earlier um, is that uh, this is this is the beginning of Netflix's undeniability. That there, there's yeah. the the Academy is going to be forced to have at, at minimum two of these fucking movies in. Uh, in well, the Irishman, I think the 100%. Irishman and the two popes, I think, are locks. Not for best picture, but for for for, for acting performances. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. Uh, well, we'll talk about more of that on the next episode. Uh, I hope everyone uh, gets a chance to see the movie. Watch The King, everybody. Watch The All King. Right, relax the King on The is King. so good. Relax on The King. We're talking did, about The Irish. Did you watch The King? Not yet. Then you don't know what the fuck I'm... T- Bro, The King is great. I know you're... A, David Michaud. Why do people are sleeping on this? It's I know not you're a, a shallow maniac, but... I am a shallow maniac. That is true. But because of this movie, not because we, of anything else. Are we okay with that phrase? Shallow maniac? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Chalamet, bro. I get why people like Braveheart because of this movie. Chalamet Braveheart's gives, gives a good. crazy. Is that the good? Oh, good. Oh, well, whatever. I never. I, I, again, Bra- Gibson. Legit. Braveheart's trash. I, I I really believe you. Um, but there, yo, Chalamet is going off in this movie. Fire right. speech. All right, I'll Bums. take your word for it. Listen, watch it. Next episode, next week, no week off, and then we'll figure out how we're going to handle that going Damn forward. Uh, we are going to do uh, best best of the year, best of the decade, possibly in the oh, same episode. Certainly. Um, the heist is coming, yeah. So we'll 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 reveal in the next episode how we're going to handle the end of the year for you guys, so you know uh, going forward. But um, you know, obviously, if you guys check in the uh, episode description, I'm putting in time codes and descriptions, and everything. There's links to the movies uh, directly on there, so you can get it that way. Uh, follow us on Instagram, the Stream Pod, T H E S T R E A M P O D, and someone give me a uh, suggestion for a free. Uh, audiogram program. I needs that. All right, we got to get that going too. So yeah, 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 put me on. Put them on, and that's gonna do it for us this week. We'll see you next week with the Irishman. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Back in the days when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore. But some days I sit and wish I was a kid again. Back in the days when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore. But some days I sit and wish I was a kid again. If it's I wasn't in the lyrics, racially coming after you, John, even though I always am. If it's in the lyrics, I'm allowed to say it, right? Yeah, that's the 